Welcome to Pediatric Meltdown, the podcast about children's mental health and emotional well-being. I'm Dr. Leah Gagino, a primary care pediatrician, and I created this podcast for the pediatric medical community and anyone who cares about children's behavioral health. Pediatric Meltdown offers thoughtful conversations featuring experts from the field. Learn practical strategies from the best and become a savvier clinician. Hey listeners, this is a bonus episode and it's a little bit different than my usual episodes. It's really talking about something fun you might want to consider and maybe a little insight into why on earth I got into doing podcasting. My guest today is Kevin Mills. Kevin is the co-founder of Streamlined Podcasts, a full-scale podcast production agency. Streamline Podcast helps its clients edit and produce their podcasts consistently for an affordable price. With industry-leading turn times, technologies, and teams, you'll have trouble finding a better value anywhere else. And yes, this is a shameless shout out to Streamline Podcast. They just make doing this so easy. Kevin's entrepreneurial journey began in direct-to-consumer sales. He's worked with companies ranging from door-to-door vacuum sales to mortgage lending. He now spends his time and efforts helping podcasters focus on what they do best, producing content. He is passionate about making it as easy as possible for content creators to get their message to their audience. And again, this has been such a joy for me, and I'd love to share some tips and tricks and how you could consider doing this. And spoiler alert... There is a giveaway opportunity if you take a listen. Hey, Kevin, how are you? Hey, Dr. Leah, I'm doing well, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, well, this is kind of an interesting twist. It's not really about pediatric emotional health. It's probably more about my own mental health because podcasting has just been like, I don't know, especially during lockdown, my my social life. So I am grateful to you and Streamlined Podcasts for making it possible. So thank you for joining me. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. And I think we're going to be able to get into a lot of topics that hopefully is going to give your audience some value. So... Well, great. Well, I just thought, you know, for people that might be interested in doing podcasts, I mean, all of you that are listening like podcasts. So this is just another thing for you to think about. There are several pediatric podcasts out there, and I'll call out a couple here down, you know, in just a minute. But I thought I would just start out talking about, you know, why I do this in the first place and how that happened. Because if you asked me two years ago, well, three years ago now, you know, would you be doing a podcast? I, first of all, had hardly listened to podcasts and never in a million years would I have thought that I could figure out how to do it. So I actually was asked to be a guest on a podcast and called Mighty Parenting and talking about suicide prevention because that was really kind of a focus in the last five years about building systems in healthcare to identify those individuals who are at risk of suicide so that you could intervene. And after I did that, I thought, this is really fun. I love this. And I know a lot of people because I've been in practice for a gazillion years. So I just thought, well, gosh, it would be fun. And I was talking to my daughter and her now fiance, Carl Sona. Shout out, Carl. 
And he was doing a podcast and I said, wow, how do you do that? And he said, well, you know, I have a company. I'm, I'm part of a, a podcasting management company and we could help you. And there it went. I figured out how to buy a microphone and how to record. And I was so scared about all of it. And I talked my daughter, Julia Parzik, into doing a podcast with me. And here we are now in 2022, and I've got nearly 80 episodes. So the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's kind of my story. And I've gotten to talk to the most amazing people. And I'm just always gratified that everybody has said, sure, I'd be happy to. So I think people like talking about the things that they're interested in. And I, I love folks that have passion and big vision about how to change the world for kids. So yeah, it's, it feeds my soul and I hope it feeds listeners souls too. So I, I thought maybe just to talk a little bit, Kevin, about why is podcasting so popular and why is it growing so quickly? Because there are thousands of podcasts now. Yeah, that's a great question, Dr. Leah. And there's, there's a lot of um, assumptions that we could sit here and make and guesses that we could make as to why podcasting has become so popular over the last really three years, the last two years especially. And at the end of the day, though, um, the facts are podcasting is becoming popular, right? And we can look at several graphs. And if you want to go to our website, streamlinepodcast.com, click on the blog and look at the uh, market insights that we've published recently, there's some charts in there that will show you radio listenership on the downhill, significant downhill, and podcast listenership on the significant uptrend in the past two to three years. Basically, the exact point that radio started going downhill, podcasting started going uphill. So that's really, really interesting. And what I think is even more interesting about that is the fact that podcasts have been around for quite a while now. I believe the first podcast came out over 13 years ago. And again, they've really only picked up popularity in the last two to three years. One thing that one guess, I guess, that I've I've heard recently that I thought made a lot of sense to me is the fact of how easy it has become to listen to podcasts now. The majority of vehicles come standard from the factory with Bluetooth functionality. Some of them even have like Apple Podcasts and Spotify built in. And so it's really, really easy to listen to podcasts directly while you're commuting. And historically, that has been the biggest listenership for radio. So now that that's become so easy, you're seeing podcasting doing what we would call a vampire attack to radio and taking away some of those eyeballs and ears. And so what's so interesting about that is radio has significantly captured a lot of money in terms of advertisement and uh, sponsorships and the likes. And so obviously podcasting is very much so the natural next step uh, in the evolution of audio advertising. Um, and we're already starting to see examples of where advertising rates on podcasting is about five times that of what you would see on YouTube. 
So again, there's a lot of factors. I really think at the end of the day, it comes down to how convenient it is to listen to podcasts though. With a radio show, you've got to be listening at the exact right time. With the podcast, you can listen at any time. I mean, you can finish it at any time. And that's why listen-through rates are so high. Podcast listeners, on average, listen to over 80% of the episode. You wow. don't see that. Yeah, you don't see that kind of rate anywhere else in any well, other media. And I was, I, there was something I was listening to, and they were talking about how much listeners are engaged. So, you know, you think, you know, to do a a YouTube, there may be 20 or 30 minutes max. But a lot of podcasts, including mine, are often up to an hour and that people will actually engage for that length of time. But I think you're right. I mean, for me, I don't quite know how I figured it out, but I started listening to um, How to Quit Your Day Job or Don't Keep Your Day Job. And then I found Brene Brown and Rachel Hollis and The Happiness Project with Gretchen Rubin. And they were just fun and I could do them while I was cleaning or doing a big painting project. And then I started linking it to walking. And now I almost always make walking like my my benefit is I get to listen to a podcast. So it, it kind of helps me with my walking habit. But, you know, I mean, that's a lot of time to engage somebody. And, you know, there's very few commercial breaks. And if there are, they're brief. So Mm -hmm. it's not like watching television where you have like, oh my God, so many commercials. So yeah, I think what you say is true and it's really easy. You know, if you have Apple and Spotify, you can just put the apps on your phone and and, and you you can find every topic out there, right? Exactly. And I think that's, that's why podcast listenership is growing so much. Why is podcasting itself growing so much? Why are there so many podcasts on iTunes to the point of what you just said? You type in in iTunes or Spotify real estate podcast and you're going to find hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands. I think the main reason behind that is because it's what we would call a decentralized platform meaning there are no gatekeepers that say you can or cannot have a podcast. In radio or you know TV, any legacy media, there have always been gatekeepers that say, you must have X, Y, and Z talent, or you must pay us X amount of dollars in order to secure this amount of airtime, right? With podcasting, there's not that at all. You you say, I want a podcast, you get behind a microphone, and then you publish that podcast. That's it. Yeah, I think it's kind of like YouTube. I mean, I, I think for a lot of musicians, for example, you know, YouTube launched their careers because, exactly. you know, they put out a snippet. And, you know, I mean, I sometimes think like, who am I to do a podcast? I mean, I'm a pediatrician. I've been doing pediatrics for over 30 years. So am I an expert? It's hard for me to say yes, but yeah, you know, why not? I'll answer that for you. Yeah, you are. (laughs) And, and, you know, I do know stuff, but the other really great thing is I know lots of folks who know really good stuff. So, you know, I like to think that I'm a, a decent interviewer, but I have just amazing guests. So, you know, for me, it's how do I, how do I get people, get this in front of people? Because I love these conversations with my guests so much. I mean, they lift me up and keep me excited and engaged. And, you know, and I do it from a closet that is four by four. 
And to me, it's like making magic. I, it's just astounds yeah. me. And, you know, and there are in the pediatric world, I don't know that there's any other podcasts specifically on the topic that I do. I think different institutions put out, they're much more didactic or educational Whereas Mm -hmm. I think what I'm doing is more conversational, but there's so much room for this, but there are, you know, podcasts, the biggest one for pediatrics is the AAP, the American Academy of Pediatrics has Pediatrics on Call, which has hundreds of thousands of downloads. I mean, it's big, it's on Spotify and they do an amazing job, but you know, they have a big team too. Mm -hmm. And then there are, there are podcasts that are really niche, you know, for if you're a gastroenterologist and you want to listen to stuff about GI, there's a podcast for that. Um, There's also some parenting podcasts that pediatricians have developed and two of them, I'm just going to give them a shout out. Dr. Phil Boucher does the Raising Good Parents podcast and also Dr. Scott Grant just recently launched the Docs to Dads podcast because he really wanted to make sure that fathers were included in pediatric care because we often see moms and, you know, he didn't want dads to feel like they weren't important. So it's kind of niche, right? And so, you know, I guess what I would say to folks out there, if you have a topic that you're interested in and you feel like there's there's something that you want to add or say, you can do this, right? Totally. Totally. And I would say my big takeaway from those podcasts that you pointed out is each of them serves a very specific audience, right? And that's what we have found has been so important to find any kind of what we would call success, you know, in podcasting is to figure out who is the audience that your podcast serves. And then everything that you do in your podcast, the guests that you find, the questions you ask those guests, the design of your graphics, the copy on your social media should be engineered to serve that audience. And you should be... The way I really like to do this is to pick an avatar to do what I call an avatar exercise and basically say, my target audience is not women age 25 to 50, right? My target audience is a 26-year-old woman named Amelia. And she lives in the suburbs of Phoenix. And she drives a Lexus RX350. And she goes to work at a corporate setting. And she's tired of the kind of work she does. And she wants more fulfillment out of life. Like you want to get so detailed on who that person is and what they want and then create that content to serve that person. That's so funny because I read a book and I can't think of the top, the name of it right off the bat, but somehow I found this book on podcasting. Actually, my husband did. And they talked about that. So I did that. I actually found photographs of people in white coats, physicians. And when I started this, my target was early career physicians and pediatricians in particular and pediatric trainees. And then certainly, um, you know, other pediatric clinicians, nurse practitioners, PAs, educators, parents, teachers, you know, and, and therapists. But I was really thinking about it for the pediatric world because these are conversations that I wish that I had heard while I was in practice. So 
you know, again, with the way it's set up, I'm really not sure who's listening, but I hope that's who you guys are out there. And, you know, and I'm happy and delighted to have anyone who cares about kids listen. But yeah, I created that avatar. I had names for them, ages, all those things. So, and it was kind of a fun exercise. So yeah, Yeah, thank thank you for that. It's a really, really fun exercise. And yeah, then you you say when you're thinking about this guest that you're going to have on board for this next interview, you say, would Joe, that avatar, and you really picture Joe, and you say, would Joe want to listen to this guy? And if the answer is no, then probably you shouldn't do that interview, you know? Right. And I think that will really help people put some bumpers, so to speak, on the content that they're creating. Another thing I want to just touch on real briefly, though, on the subject of, you know, starting a new podcast, especially for your audience in this, this market is, you know, even if you're not someone like you, Dr. Leah, who has 30 years of experience and, you know, knows the ins and outs, so to speak, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't have a podcast. So for example, don't host a podcast anymore, but I used to. It's called Screw the Side Hustle. It's still on Spotify. When I started that podcast, I was a mortgage loan officer. Nothing special. You know, I had seven, eight years of experience in different direct sales. It certainly done well in sales, but other than that, really didn't have any experience to be talking about, you know, how to run a business and etc. But what I did is I went and found the experts who did. And I had those conversations with them. And two things happened. One, I learned a lot. Not only did I learn a lot, but that's where I met my business partners. Uh, I think that's that alone is worth quite a bit. But then secondly, you know, I was able to create content that helped other people without me having to be the expert. And so if you think there's no way I could have a podcast because I'm not an expert, don't let that be your excuse is what I'm saying. I love that. I would certainly give that shout out to anybody. I mean, if you find folks that have passion in what they do, if nothing else, it's fun for you, Uh you know, and maybe your audience is super tiny as long as, you know, I think as long as you're okay with that and you just do it, you know, the art of it. Um, Hobby doesn't seem like the right word because for me, it's passion product. Exactly. Thank you. I love that. Because it's way more than just, you know, doing a hobby. I mean, it's like someone who creates music or art. Right. I, I like that passion product. That That's awesome. Well, how does a company like Streamline Podcasts help somebody get going? Because for me, it was like, what microphone should I buy? And how do I, What what's upload? What's a platform? I, I knew squat. Yeah. Yeah. So... Dr. Leo, when you first started with us, which was at the very beginning of the journey of our company, you've been with us for the past two years from start to finish. So you've seen the good, bad, and ugly. And when we first started, we didn't necessarily have any package to help podcasters get started. We were really coming alongside pre-existing podcasters and helping them handle the post-production side of things. But obviously, we realized there were a lot of people that wanted to get into podcasting. And so we needed, we knew we needed to create a solution for this. Um, and so last year, we came out with a product that we call the Podbox. And it's really, really cool. 
basically you're going to get a box in the mail that's going to have all of the physical tech that you need. So it's the microphone that I'm using. If you're happy with this auto audio quality, that's what you'll sound like. It's got some noise canceling headphones, the boom arm that mounts onto your desk. It's got all the necessary cables. It's also going to come with a short book that we call The Easiest Way to Start a Podcast. It's like 50 pages long, and it tells you everything you need to know and nothing that you don't need to know about starting a podcast. And then we're actually going to give you access to our team to help you create your intro and outro. That's the audio bumpers that introduce and exit your episodes. We're going to create your cover art. That's what shows up in iTunes and Spotify. Um, And then we're also actually going to provide your hosting platform, which is the server that your podcast lives on, which podcasters normally have to pay for separately. So we're going to provide that as well. We're going to set it up, submit it to iTunes and Spotify and Pandora and iHeartRadio, all the destinations for approval. And then lastly, we're going to provide actually 120 minutes of audio editing and production. So that's basically four 30-minute episodes. And everything I just mentioned is 497 bucks. So it's super affordable if you were to go out into the marketplace and try to find any of those pieces individually. Lots of times they can run $500 to $1,000 individually. So we definitely hope that a lot of people will take advantage of this and use this as an opportunity to get rid of all the excuses and go full force. If you do think you need a little bit extra hand-holding, so to speak. We've got something that we call the Max Box, which is basically everything that I just mentioned. And then we're also going to provide four coaching sessions with our resident podcasting coach that's got experience with hundreds and hundreds of episodes. Um, And they'll be able to guide you from A to Z on getting your podcast started. And that's an additional $500. So if you wanted to go that route, it's $1,000 total. If you want to just read the book and handle you know, the avatar exercise and all of that stuff yourself, then that's 500 bucks. And just to wrap this all up, as far as what that offer is, we would totally love to give one of these to your audience. So in the show notes, there will be a link that you can click on um, to register for a giveaway. We're not collecting your information to advertise to or anything like that. There's a checkbox where if you want to hear from us, you can check that checkbox and we'll send you an email. But otherwise, we are only collecting your email to let you know if you win. I love this. And I I wouldn't want folks to go, oh my God, $1,000. Because, you know, I mean, $1,000 is $1,000. Honestly, when you think about, you know, I'm going to take up gardening or I'm going to take up biking or some other passion project, you got to buy the supplies and really learn what you're doing. Maybe take a class. And honestly, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I had the freebie because Carl is part of our family. So I got access to a pro and I am ever so grateful. But, you know, the idea of having all the equipment, you know, I mean, I bought mine with recommendations for what I should get. But, you know, that in and of itself was... I don't know, $120, $150. And, you know, all the other things that went along with, you know, how to do that, I, I paid for. And, uh, you know, I, again, not to say that it's a hobby, but, you know, the investment, it's well worth it to me to be able to create. I mean, for me, this is creating art. Yeah, it really is. Um, there's, 
There's two ways you can look at it. And really, I think both ways are the right way to look at it. One is if you're you know, creating content around a topic that you're really passionate about, then yes, it becomes a work of art and a labor of love. If you're using a podcast for business purposes and you're trying to, you know, get more leads into your door, et cetera, et cetera. One way I look like to look at it is what if you could show up every week at a conference and speak to 50 or 100 qualified buyers and spend an hour explaining your, your company and offer and et cetera. That's basically the opportunity that you have on a podcast. You know, the average podcast that is in a, you know, popular niche like real estate or self-improvement, et cetera, the average podcast is going to get 50 to 100 downloads an episode um, after, you know, it's been out there for a while. Obviously, there's some that do much, much more than that. And there's some that do less than that. But let's say we're in that average 50 to 100 downloads per episode. Again, if every week you could spend an hour talking to 50 to 100 people about your company, what could that do for your company? Yeah, that's amazing. I, I love that. And, you know, I, you know, again, you always want to grow your audience. I mean, I would mm-hmm. love to have a gazillion listeners. But, you know, when I think about it now, I, anywhere from 250 to 400 listens or downloads per episode. And I think, gosh, if I was speaking at a conference and had 250 people sitting in the audience, I would be bowled over. Oh you? my gosh, bold over. So I'm so grateful to the <sighs> folks out there that keep wanting to hear it because I I love doing it and you know I want to better serve and hear what they they need. So that's kind of my next venture is really getting to know my listeners. So if you're out there, I I'm gonna be looking for you. Um and want to be talking to you and I'm going to host some one-on-ones so I can get to know you better. So look for that information coming up. And I guess just to wrap it up, how do people find you? How do they how do they get their pod box? Yeah, uh, super easy. Uh, you can go to our website, streamlinepodcast.com, click on pod box and buy a pod box, or you can register for the giveaway. I'd register for the giveaway first. If you don't get it, then you can buy one. And basically, if you buy a pod box, Within immediately, you're going to get the emails that will give you access to start ordering the digital parts, the intro and outro and the cover art. And then we'll send the box out in one business day. And it normally takes two to three business days to get to you. So we move pretty quickly. And if you have any questions or want to spend some time talking with us before you move forward, we're always more than happy to hop on a call. And you can just go to streamlinepodcast.com, click contact us, send us a message, and we'll get something set up. So easy and so fun. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it just really does make it easy. And the other thing I would say about the team is I have had incredible service. I mean, sometimes when I do a podcast, there are glitches, a dog walks in the room, the phone rings, whatever. And the team is able to edit that out. They help walk me through, how do I link this all together, put music in, you know, and just made it easy because I know a lot of podcasters do all that themselves, but I'm just not that savvy. And I'd rather spend time thinking about creating my content than doing the tech stuff. So 
you know, if that's really what you're interested in doing, contact Streamlined Podcast and um, make sure you look in the show notes so that you can get that giveaway. What a cool thing. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Well, listen, thanks so much. And I hope there are listeners out there that are geeked and think, oh my God, I could do this too. And that they'll contact you and maybe somebody is going to win a free pod box. So, hey. If they register, someone's going to win. That's right. That's right. Well, listen, have a great day. And thanks so much for taking time to talk to my listeners. Yep. Thanks, Dr. Leah. We'll talk to you soon. If you can't tell from the conversation, podcasting is a blast. Honestly, it is one of the most fun things that I've ever done. And it is so uplifting to meet such great guests and really to dive into topics that I care about so deeply. So here are my takeaways. Number one, as I said, podcasting is fun. The audience is growing and you too can host a podcast. The podcast world has exploded over the past two to three years, and you can find a podcast on honestly almost any topic of interest, and you could be the host of your own show. Number two, podcasts are a decentralized platform. That means no gatekeeper to keep you out. Number three, podcasting lets you create, as Kevin put it, and I love this, a passion product that you can share with the world. Number four, You can also use the podcast to build your business. Just imagine that you have access to a virtual room full of folks interested in what you have to share. With an average of 50 to 100 downloads per episode, this is a great way to spread the word about what you are doing in the world. And just imagine like if you were speaking at a conference and you regularly had, you know, 100 folks show up. And honestly, with the podcast I'm doing, I would say there's anywhere from 250 to 400 listeners. That's a big audience. And I appreciate each and every one of you. Number five, start with who you want to serve and what they might want to listen to. Create an avatar and dive into the audience you dream about. And this is actually kind of a fun activity. And I honestly pulled pictures, gave my avatar a name and I hope that my audience is who I imagined and even bigger because honestly, I love having pediatricians in the audience, nurse practitioners, PAs, family medicine, but gosh, I am so hopeful that there are teachers and mental health professionals and parents and individuals who are interested in mental health. Number six, you can do solo shows or host guests who are experts. Honestly, I love doing the guest episodes most. I mean, they're just so much fun. You will learn a lot and so will your listeners if your content is rich. And I hope the content that I've been putting out is rich. It certainly um, lifts me up. Number seven, streamlined podcasts can help you on your journey from the get-go. You can have a one-to-one discussion about your idea and for an incredibly reasonable price, you can get the pod box that has everything you need to get started. This is so helpful and, you know, you you need to think about things like a mic, a boom arm, cables, and it even includes a guide to starting. And for a little more, you can sign up for the Max Box that includes all the Podbox goodies plus four coaching sessions to get you going. Number eight, the base rate covers 120 minutes of content per month, and this includes editing, creating show notes, and uploading to podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify, just to name a couple. And number nine, for pediatric meltdown listeners, yes, that's you, 
Streamlined Podcast is offering a free Podbox giveaway. The link to register for the giveaway is included in the show notes, so please take a look. Again, I'm just not going to lie. I love, love, love doing podcasting. It is so much fun, and I really hope that the content that I'm putting out there is interesting to you. As always, I love to hear about uh, what you're thinking and what you'd like to hear more of. And you can uh, DM me on Instagram at Pediatric Meltdown, or you can check out my website at medicalbhs.com and take a look at some of the services I can offer. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And I hope you'll take a minute to think about how you can do something for yourself, like be a podcast host. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pediatric Meltdown. In the words of Maya Angelou, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. Let's do better together. This podcast was made possible by the team at Streamlined Podcasts. Music was composed by Connor McHugh and cover art was designed by Alexia Barrero.